got you, man. Gotta bounce back. Shout out to my homie Keys, Xavier Keys, on the vocals on this. Okay. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Gotta get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm gonna do. I've been focused, I'm not hungry. Yo, I'm starving, dude. Grind mode with my team, we making these power moves. Honestly, they couldn't stop me if they wanted to. Gotta get up, go out and get it, and that's what I'm gonna do. I've been focused, I'm not hungry. You're gonna starve and do it. In grind mode with my team, we making these power moves. Cause I ain't got no time to be wasting with all this music I'm making. Man, I'm tired of being impatient, so I keep making these moves here with my crew. Vow to myself to always stay true, so I don't care what nobody else do. I know why. Like an erection, bumps in the road, but nah, I ain't stressing. I don't work out, but homie, I'm flexing. Every time I get on the beat and I bless it. Rise and shine, and I never let another come and stop my grind, cause I grind all night at the gig, no lie. Then it's back in the booth for some overtime. Come on. Nope. Mm-mm. Shout out to Miss Almaramos. Shout out to Miss B. Uh-huh. I said, uh, hey, hey. Hey, my mom's told me to get them, so I don't care what y'all say. I just keep grinding. Yeah, I stay working, cause it's, you know I'm, I said, uh, that's right. In the lab with a pen and a pad, I, I, let's ride. Make it look so easy, don't it make y'all mad? One thing I know, one thing is certain. I can't stop, won't stop, cause me and my team stay working. One thing I know, one thing is certain. Can't stop, won't stop. On the grind, get in mind, I'm working. No sleep, spit heat, killing these tracks, and I'm not gonna stop till I'm up on top. I'm supposed to be. Everywhere I go, I scream as Pete. We more than a crew, we a family. Working, trying to get a couple Grammys. G having sitting on top of the mantelpiece. Thank God. Go hard, they just mad cause I'm on my job But where I'm from is the ground to starve I'm starving, I just can't do it Not having it, unthinkable So I turn in the stretch, I'm strong And now I can reach the unreachable Let's go Hey Trying to Yo, they I said I can't sit still I just laugh at y'all haters So uh Yeah Hey 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 Hey, mom's told me so why don't let's go? I just keep yeah I stay cause it's you know I'm I said I that's right uh in the lab with a pen and a pad I I let's ride. Make Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is 8.02 a.m. And you are listening to and watching Jeanette's planning on Good Morning, Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. I don't know if... Yay! I know we made it collectively. We did. But I do have to give a quick shout out, and I want to say, uh, I got a message for a fellow Rotarian, Brad Woody. Just had a hip operation yesterday, and he's in the hospital this morning. He's fine. We just want to wish him a happy recovery and tell him to keep his gown and back buttoned, please. Brad Woody, fellow Rotarian, oh shouts out to you. Hope you get better soon. Tuning in to Good Morning Aurora on a hospital bed. Yeah, please don't, don't dedicate any nurse. Dedicated. Sometimes. 
Dedicated. <laughs> See, that's the kind of. That's why we're doing it. Brad Woody. That's Hope great. you get better, my baby. That's great. All right. Um, how you doing? I'm all right. Word up. I'm all right. Long week. Yeah. Long yeah. Week it's been a uh, it's been a hell of a week. Um, we hope that we, you guys had a heck of a week too. It, of course, it was. I mean, spring was here, so that's nice. It's nice that winter was over. It was 50 degrees yesterday. Yes, it was. That's totally normal. That's yeah. A normal thing. Definitely springtime. Yeah. That was awesome. So winter's just not happening this year, and uh, everybody's biggest complaint about Illinois. So, taxes? Taxes. Taxes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, really, it's weather and taxes. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, so, good morning to Dan Barrero, Michelle Gums, Aisha Saxon. Thank you very much for bringing that lovely plant. I took it home. It was a great orchid. Thank you. I loved it. Uh, so, now it's getting its indirect sunlight in my home office. It's, uh, yeah. It's got a nice, nice kind of touch to it. It's big, white big leaves that kind of hang down and droop and where I have it placed is over my model ship so, so they droop on the ship so you're gonna so at some point those are gonna die and you're gonna think that this thing is never coming back and then you'll just leave it there and neglect it for like two years and then all of a sudden you're like okay we're back like flower again right yeah it's coming back orchids are testy they're testy g-m-a and t-g-i-f those are the acronyms you need to rock good morning aurora thank god it's friday yes and michelle gums agrees with dan t-g-i-f we had a lot going on this week we got a lot going on the weekend but we do have things to talk about we have all the what's the first thing on our agenda today Jeanette. Oh man. Uh, so we're gonna talk uh, about giving, holiday giving this today. Word up. I feel like because tis the season, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a story. There were two uh, Salvation Red Kettle story, or Salvation Army Red Kettle stories in the paper this week because for some reason the Salvation Army all the attention just because they've got like the Santas and the bells and the kettles and that. So yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, Brad Woody, good morning. But there are many, many good causes that. You... Yeah, but the, so here's what's going on with the Salvation Army. So they're saying that donations this year are really far behind where they normally are, and mm-hmm. they're like we, mm-hmm. you know, they're having a hard time. Like everybody is staffing the um, kettles because mm-hmm. some of those are run by volunteers, and some of them are actually people who are paid to be out there. Bells, and I've always wondered who's the cheerier one. You can ring my bell, ring my bell, ring my bell. Oh my god, we got ring. a song reference. Do you ring my bell? Who makes that song? I don't know. I know the song. That song is by the Mary oh, Jane Girls. Okay. Yes, yes. So, uh, shouts out though. Yeah, it was good. Did good. Blondie redo it? No. She might have redone Did it. Did I make that? She might have redone it. No. Um, so I, I told you guys that we had good news for you. So that's the giving. Now we come on the heels of Giving Tuesday as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so the, so anyway, so the Salvation Army says that donations Janice Collins, good morning to you. Are way down this year. Uh, so they pointed to the lack of workers is one thing, but, um, there, the poor Salvation Army has been embroiled in, a poor Salvation Army, it's been embroiled in like a million things this year. Um, it was, and, and for many years going back, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that there's also maybe some backlash. The, um, uh, for, for many years, LGBTQ groups have called out the Salvation Army. Church is how they mm-hmm. only with this weird like military structure in it. And at the beginning of its founding, it was a super radical like we're just gonna streets like Jesus did, like uh, your prostitutes and tax collectors and all things. And Jesus like, is just all right with me. Jesus is just all right. Oh yeah, I don't know what they okay. <clears throat> so. Uh, but uh, Jesus is just alright. That's the jam. Yeah. All right. So that's two songs that I've heard. Yes. Of. We're on a roll this yeah. morning. We're going. Word so uh, anyway, when the Salvation Farm uh, Army founded, it was a super radical thing where they were meeting people on the streets, and they do all kinds of like housing and clothing, and you can go to the stores and drop things off and donations and all of that. Uh, but the LGBTQ community has uh, criticized the Salvation Army before for some of their stances. 
Uh, the uh, sex worker outreach programs have criticized uh, the Salvation Army before for some ways that they have demonized prostitutes in their like uh, pamphlets and stuff that go out to people um, rather than actually. Um, or... But that's not their job. Well, they're so... not. They're not. They're not social workers. I mean, the, is well, the, should the Salvation Army be required to? Furnish and buttress, not the word of well, the day, but furnish and buttress the and the plight of. And so that's the question, though, right? Is that is like, how do we want organizations, religious organizations, when they were out in the community working for the public good, how do we want them to act, right? Like, do we? So, like, it, they have been in the past criticized for uh, issues with their LGBT standards. Right. So if you are if you are telling people that what they how they like how they are and who they love is wrong. Right. How can you can you also actually provide housing shelter? Because their argument is like, OK, we don't believe in there historically has been uh, OK, we don't believe. Right. You know, yeah. but we also are the biggest, like one of the biggest charities catering to homeless people and homeless youth and LGBT problem and all of this stuff, right? Sure. So uh, do it like it, it's kind of this pragmatic. Uh, it, do you take this pragmatic approach of like, well, they're saying uh, you know they have these anti whatever stances, but also they're doing all this good. So I guess we'll let them believe whatever they want, so long as they're providing food and clothing and shelter. Or do you still, if they're out in the public, you know, if they're trying to move the public conversation forward, do you hold organization organization to a high standard? I hear you. I'll tell you what I think you should do, or we should do about the Salvation Army. I've been seeing all the hubbub with them and everything, and now people don't want to donate. Well, I'll say this for the Salvation Army. I think they should be left to their own devices because as the world continues to go and progress, they will either have to change. Come the on. only constant is change. They will have to get with it, or they will simply be left behind and become obsolete. So I, you know, I, I don't need I don't need 73-year-old Jim Baker from Batavia to get on board. He's either going to get on board or he's not. And there's going to be there's new organizations that are sprouting up every day who are doing things in a new fashion rather well, than an outdated model. And here is the uh, here's the counterpoint to that. Yolanda Dunn. Good morning. Get ready for the counterpoint. So the thing that the Salvation Army is being most heavily criticized for this year. Is uh, they recently put out um, a pamphlet uh, called "Let's Talk About Racism," and where they're trying to dig into like what is the proper stance for Christians to like uh, be thinking about uh, both personal, like uh, individual and systemic racism um, in the community. And they uh, part of the pamphlets included the line that um, we should. Uh, pray and repent for the things. You gotta talk that, louder. Yeah, you're dropping in and out. Ah, all right, noted. You gotta so, eat the microphone. What? Ooh, speak, oh, speak up. There's a pandemic on. I don't. I'm gonna get all up on. Okay. Yeah, all that right. wasn't literal. <laughs> that was that was figurative. So, so the Salvation Army was criticized for putting out this pamphlet, uh, telling people that they should pray and repent for racism, which then got taken by the uh, conservative right of. Uh, it, like kind of misconstrued into this like you think people should apologize for being white uh, and turning into this yeah. whole thing right because the, the, so, the, the, unfortunately Fox News viewership is deep in that salvation that's the that's them so so here's the thing is that the Salvation Army is Laura Sanchez Soto good morning attempting to be progressive on this issue and try attempting to get people to actually really think deeply and interest in more interesting and productive ways about systemic and individual racism and they're getting criticism from the right and they're getting criticism from the left on the LGBTQ and the and the uh, sex worker stuff right so like it's like from either direction and so now you've got maybe both sides saying well I'm not giving money to the Salvation Army this year because blah 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 and meanwhile uh, you know the actual 
donations are, are dropping for things that, you know, they do that kind of everybody still likes. Like everyone still wants them to, you know, provide housing and food and shelter and all of these things, right? So it's kind of like, uh, at for what point you- do we let our politics move into the, like, uh, um, influence the actual, the productive things we want to get done? No, we didn't. I'm saying I'm, I'm asking the question. At what point? Oh, at what point? At okay. what point? At what point do you stop saying? At what point do we stop saying? Well, I don't like this thing that they do, so I'm not going to give them money. I like all the other things that they do. We can't stop that. We yeah. can't stop that. We can't stop that, and so it's you, unfortunate because so I still... I know Salvation Army work who believe. See, that's my thing. I know some of these same kinds of people, and they believe that. For example, they believe Joe Biden stole the election. Mm-hmm. But they're going to wake up at five in the morning on Sunday to ding the bell mm-hmm. to collect donations for people with no legs. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, like, you're you know, as, gay, as, re- as, as reprehensible as their personal beliefs, some people's personal beliefs may be, mm-hmm. 75, these people are, are older. So you're saying just let them age out. I'm, and like, hey, just let them rock. That's me. I, That's, yeah. I'm, because we are working with, and if you watch Good Morning Aurora, you know, you, you know very well that we are, we are stimulating the new crop of people, organizations, youth, and individuals who are going to do it a brand new way anyway. Hmm. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. So, so the overarching question I've kind of put before us is kind of like, if an organization is doing things that are useful and good, we all kind of agree are good for humanity, do we care what their politics are, right? Uh, and so what you're saying is like, we do because there are other people doing all of those good things that are more aligned right. with a more progressive. I like, would have a I would have stance. a stronger stance if we were talking if these people that we're talking about were, for example, judges in the Kane County or DuPage County Circuit. I would care more about it. Mm-hmm. So when you see these stories about like, oh, a, a current judge sent. A lewd or racist text message to mm-hmm. a staffer, mm-hmm. then you gotta go. Yeah, I, you know the what but the salvation. But if it's a private or, organization, you're like, do God your bless thing you, Monica. Go for it. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I mean, Bill Jacobs yeah. watching Fox. Yeah. Well, so my so my overarching All right. conclusion on this is basically like, give money somewhere because it's the holidays. Give money, and okay. Just in general, let's say. Maria Chorito, good morning. Jen Ingram, good morning. Look at all y'all. Good Lisa, good morning, everybody. We got Jeanette pretty much uh, engulfing the mic, so we hope that her voice am is I, coming yeah, better am for I you. Am I on it now? Are we good? I've never been good accused. Now, right? Yeah, we good. We y'all, good. I've never been accused of not talking loud enough in my life. <laughs> good. Good morning to you. Valeria, good morning. Anna Sierra, good morning. Rudolph, who are y'all talking about? Boy, that's weird. Mike Turner is here. Good morning to you as well, Mike Turner. Okay. Now, if you could, uh, well, you know what? Uh, you don't have to take me to a commercial yet because you're going to go to the commercial right after I do this. But I want to give you people a what message real quick. Let's I just want to let them know about Let's something taking place. Um, this Sunday, Noticias y Mimosas, number yeah. four, Woo. will be happening at Tavern on Broadway, 24 North Broadway, right downtown, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. 11 a.m. to noon, we'll be interviewing friend of the show and author Victoria Hyla Maldonado. She'll be also giving away a copy of her book to one lucky winner, Awake in Elysian Fields. Come on out, and from noon to 1 p.m., there will be uh, networking. So... 24 North Broadway, Tavern on Broadway. Come party with the greatest people besides yourselves and make it fun. Right. So basically, we can drink through the entire weekend. Yes. We're going to talk Coca Crawl. Yeah, in we're. A bit. Uh, yes. Coca Crawl now. We could, we could start with we could start with Coquito. We could end with mimosas. It's a whole super fly. It's a whole weekend, guys. A whole weekend. Gina Salamone is here. Good morning to you, Gina Salamone. Judge Renee Cruz, good morning to you as well, sir. Murad, good morning. And Casildo Casey Cuevas, what is up, dear friend? Brad Woody, keep your gown nice and buttoned in the back. Monica, if you would be so kind, could you please take us to a commercial and let us know what's happening on a local tip? What's happening? Happening. Good morning and happy Friday. Here are your local headlines. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. 
There you can watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. Saturday, December 11th from 11.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m., you can find Santa and Pizza at the same time in Aurora. There will be a great fundraiser for Judge Bianca Camargo at Mike and Denise's Pizzeria, located at 1760 North Farnsworth Avenue. The price is $15 for adults and $8 for children, and that price includes pizza and soft drinks. Support our officials in a great Aurora restaurant on Saturday, December 11th. Friday, December 10th, guitarist Corey O'Donnell will be playing live at Java Plus from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Come out and support a local establishment and local artist here in Aurora. The very next day, Christmas at the Coffee Shop happens on Saturday, December 11th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Vendors, coffee, holiday delights, and a whole lot more. Java Plus is located at 1677 Montgomery Road in Aurora. Come out and support local for the holidays. Because Santa loves Aurora so much, he will be taking he will be making a ton of appearances here in the second largest city. Santa will be at the Millennium Plaza Gazebo on Stope on Saturday, December 4th, 11th, and 18th from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. on each date. Come take pictures with jolly old St. Nick and get your chance to ask him for Christmas gifts in person. Save the dates. Rosary High School will be featuring breakfast with Santa this Saturday. This Sunday from 8.30 to 11.30 a.m. There will be Christmas crafts, kids can take photos with Santa, and much more. Rosary High School is located at 901 North Edge Lawn Drive. The price is $7 for adults and children aged 6 and up are $3. Children under 6 are free. Bring the family out for some fun. Sunday morning. See. And then like. See, that's yeah. right. You can do that. You can do so many things. Thank you very much, weekend. Monica. I appreciate it very much. All right, so let's move on. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, good morning to you wonderful people at home. We love you very much. You are watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast, watching Jeanette explaining. So where are we going next? What's the uh, deal? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. So you're, you're, Yes, I got something to tell y'all. Nine years ago today, after a 17-year career of volunteerism and service as an attorney, Judge Rene Cruz was sworn in as Kane County's first Hispanic judge. He strived to create an environment which promotes diversity, inclusion, and access to justice for all. Uh, he hopes to continue his work at the state level as your next Illinois Supreme Court Justice. And I have to say, sir, the tie you're wearing in that photo Looks really good with that shirt. <laughs> That's a word of. We do fashion here in the morning world too. Yeah. In case you didn't know that. You, you know, you can't tell because I'm always wearing the same Friday outfit. But right. the the blazer jeans combo. All right. Yeah. So, um, what is next, dear friend? What's next? Where are we going to next? Uh, let's go to Naperville for just for like a second. No, bear with me, guys. No, just hold on. Just just for a second. So the uh, a twenty-two year old rural man, guys. Don't go to Naperville and do stuff. Don't go to Naperville and get get in trouble for things. It's a bad look. Hey, okay. Right. We all. I understand you don't like Naperville. I get it. But like, just just keep, like just, just be cool when you're out. You're an ambassador. Okay. So a 22 year old Aurora man was arrested this week on charges he smashed windows at Nichols Library in Naperville during the vandalism and looting that took place in June. 20, uh, which, uh, like, there, there's all, I mean, that May, June last year was, like, a crazy time. There was all kinds of things happening, right? Uh, that was, you know, family dollar went up in flames, all of that. But not the library, right? Can we just agree? Don't the library do. Right, yeah, I agree. Um, so Oops. a 22-year-old Roar man arrested for vandalism and looting at uh, Nichols Library, which is a really nice library downtown Aurora. It's a, it's a great place, and I love it. He's yeah. been charged with, here's the part of the story that kills me. He's been charged with felony criminal damage to government property for using bricks to break glass panels at the library. Okay. Now, this is where the, this is, okay, so according to Police Commander Mike uh, Mikus Williams, quote, no matter how long it takes, this department will continue to investigate the events that occurred on June 1st, 2020, as we continue to identify those who are responsible for the crimes that were committed on that night. This department will do everything possible to hold them accountable 
in a court of law. That sounds that sounds like an incredibly like they're taking a real hardline stance on this thing. And I mean, I, 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 that's yeah, that's a hell of a thing. They're but really going, yeah. they're really going for this one. But here's the thing. Now listen to this, folks, because I want you to pay attention. Uh, the attack followed a dozen of violent incidents. His bond has been set at fifty thousand dollars. His next court date is scheduled for December twenty seventh. Has has he been in jail this whole time? No, no, no. They this, just arrested him. This week. Oh, okay. Just oh, okay. Just yeah, this week. Yeah, it's good. It's okay, good. because it's good. I because we good? yeah, because no, my my whole thing about be, it. Yeah, he's just been I sitting thought, at the Neighborville jail, just like because, hanging out for be, two years. Because <laughs> as we know, like you need ten percent, so that's what five, five grand. Five grand. I'm like, has he been in jail since that's, last year? Over five no. grand. That would be a that I was. That's just the you know. That's just the. The liberal in me. I'm like, holy no, no, fuck. No, 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 no. Just this just week. Just this week. And Over you may breaking have windows? You may have posted. It's fine. It's fine. Damn, so, RoboCop. Okay. What the? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. The, th the thing that gets me about this story, right, is like, uh, there was so much anger and for, for very good reasons, like, happening last year. But we, uh, you know, the, um... The damage that we saw here in town, like the biggest thing that that happened here in Aurora, like that was the family dollar that went completely up in smoke, right? Like it's gone, like they demolished it. Um, and like to some degree, I'm kind of like, well, the family dollar, like, do we really care? Because the entire yeah. the family dollar, do we care? Yeah, see, I just moved into that neighborhood. Yeah, but here's... See, I used to... See? Now you see that? But here's where you we're... You see that? Here's where we're going to, going to go into this crime is a social construct thing. No, right? we're not. No, I'm... Well, I'm okay, fine. We're, we're rolling. Yeah. We're rolling. And you can counterpoint. You're right. You're right. No, word up. Word up. So here's the entire business model of fa a family dollar and most dollar stores uh, is they roll into poor neighborhoods rural in rural communities and in majority black and latino communities right uh and then they cut their prices super 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 low uh and then they and they undercut the local family-owned businesses the local family-owned grocery stores and that sort of Okay. Uh, they put them out of business, and then they jack up their prices at the family dollar. And in the meantime, the family dollar sells some things that are really great, uh, but they don't have like fresh, like huge fresh produce section, like uh, the El Huero, which is right next door to Aurora's family. Okay, dollar. now see, we're getting into the weeds. So let's How recognize we the fact that the family dollar is there. It like was there trying to push El Huero out of business, right? That's the whole business. Stop, model. stop. Don't. I'm not saying you burn things down. Don't. I am not saying that. I am saying that it's interesting that the we are, Absolutely continuing to investigate every incident that happened on June 1st, 2021, and we will bring all of these people who broke a window to justice. And yet, we're not, as a wider community, having conversations of, like, what is justice economically in a community? This is not the time to have that discussion. It's, all, it's always a good time to have that. Don't Do you, you think? Economic development in poor communities is always a good time. The time is now 8.27 a.m. No, wait, I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to come back to that. Gloria Gerardo is here. Good morning, Gloria. Good to see you. Jennifer Ryan Mayton, Maria Chirito, Rudolph looking fly with... What are y'all talking about? Y'all on something today. You guys are on something today. I mean, this is insane. What are they talking about, girl? I don't know either. Josue Baez, good morning to you. And sounds like an overkill. Cindy, you are right. It Sounds did sound like an overkill. Okay, but yeah, that right, guy right, just right, got right, arrested. Right, right. Now, hang on a second. We're parking at the library and starting out at 5 p.m. Aurora Tap House. Crazy Sisters joining me. That's Lisa Gofron. Lisa, you hanging out tonight. That's right. Michelle Gums, don't worry. We stuff. believe and see. You guys must be tweaking. I don't know what they're talking about. Two different kinds of stores. You're right. Well, Weddle is nothing like the dollar store. Well said. Addie Rubio is here. Alive Aurora teens are participating in the Cocoa Crawl. Swing by and say hello. We have Mexican-style hot chocolate. Is that Abuelita? Is that the grandma? Y'all like got the like grandmama? 
But like better. Karina Suarez Darden, good morning to you. No way. El Wardo is nothing like the dollar store. Word up. And we will stop at McCarty Mills at 6. Can't wait to see you. All of our great people are here. The time is now 8.28 a.m. You are watching Jeanette Splaining on Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first. Not the second. Not the 11th. Not the 24th. And certainly not the third. The first daily news podcast. All right. Yeah. Now you said. That is the business. Now you said. Now how? Now here's the. So here's, now, hold on. Here's the thing. You started off by saying, "Yeah, the family dollar burned down. Do we even really need it?" And see I'm now. Sad about see the now. See now. Here's the thing. I'm just. See when I hold, hold on. Let me finish though. See when I lived downtown, right? And I didn't have the family. I didn't live in that neighborhood. It was inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Now that I live. Like right there, you're kind of like I could really just I just come need on. That would have been right. That see, so now it, except that there's like detergent like right next to it. That's all I'm saying. So uh, the bigger here's the bigger idea that I uh, so backing away from the like uh, this specific issue. The uh, the bigger idea that I want to, that I'm playing with in in my brain noodle right now is this idea of crime as a social act, right? How do we decide what is a criminal uh, activity in our community? Not right. So we generally have like some pretty overarching uh, ideas that are the same across cultures. Generally speaking, murder is is a crime, right? Like everywhere, everyone kind of agrees across cultures that taking another person's life is a crime, right? That one's pretty universal. Um, but we don't always agree on. There are lots of crimes that we've we don't agree on, right? So in Illinois, for instance, pot's fine. We've decided that's not a crime anymore. You do your thing, right? Uh, but that's not the case in the rest of in many other states in the country and in um, other uh, and uh, in the country as a whole, right? Federal law, it's still illegal, right? Still a crime. So uh, my only like bigger idea argument here is that we really concentrate a lot as a society on these like crimes that uh, it, that happen uh, in in communities, like these physical things, like like uh, like the looting. And we generally don't pay attention to other things that are social ills that we have decided are still not crimes, right? So poor business practices that really hurt communities, we have not decided as a collective community is All right. criminal. That's an interesting preamble to go into It's a the... postamble. <laughs> that is a postamble. That's my postamble. Um, <laughs> to go into this story that you've given us about why dollar stores are bad business for the neighborhoods they open in. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is connected, right? That's that's the basic premise is, um, and there have been a, a few... Uh, and I want, hold on real quick. I, and I want you people to listen to this conversation and give us your thought on this too. Share with us, but keep going. Yeah, so uh, this is a story that a few news outlets have been starting to cover sort of more frequently is the idea that uh, what that just like uh, in, in our neighborhood right here, right, where we've seen um, what happens is the family Taste. dollar, the dollar general, the dollar stores come in. They're usually like big mega corporations and they target these business uh, like areas, uh, particularly in rural areas. So imagine if you live out in the sticks, there's one grocery store in town. The dollar general moves into town and starts siphoning customers off of that grocery store, right? So the grocery stores are already on very thin margins, uh, profit margins. So having any of that business uh, takes them away, takes it away from those those small family-owned businesses, right? The small family-owned grocer goes under, and then the only store left in town is the Dollar General. And you see this not just in rural areas, but you see it in food desert neighborhoods, like on the south side of Chicago. You see it in the south suburbs a lot, like Park Forest has uh, their own personally-owned or like locally owned Jet Foods, there's a dollar store right next door to that, um, that where the, the Jet Foods went out of business and now all they've got left is a dollar store. So, so you can argue, well, that's business and that's true. And we've generally taken this um, 
uh, stance as a, a country that says like, you know, if you can run a business more efficiently and make more money, that's competition. Competition is healthy for the market. But is it healthy for the community? Because if you go into El Widero, you can get produce from all over the place, right? Like all kinds of like, and you've got the fresh meat counter, you've got all of that stuff, right? If you go into Dollar General, you do not have all of those healthier food options, right? So if one sends the other out of business, it means that the whole community now lacks for things like fresh uh, produce and um, meat, if you're of that persuasion, okay. and baked goods. All right. Now, listen to this. Uh, Not to mention. Now, now, hold on a second. Go ahead. Before we start mentioning anything. I don't know. I don't know how pronounced that problem is. And I, I and I. Dollar General putting El Weto out of, or the El Wettos mm -hmm. in town out of business. Um, there used to be a, a restaurant in Naperville called Bobax. Bobax, I think it was a Czech or Polish American store, something of that. It was a great place. Uh, their sausages were top notch. I mean, you could, it was authentic. You couldn't read anything in the store. That's how you know it's good. You can't, this is not English. And I loved it. Um, However, they, uh, they ended up going out of business, unfortunately. And this was over there by the DMV. There was no Dollar General. Sure. So I, Some so places I, so just I, go out of business. They do. And I don't, see, I don't see why if you needed lettuce, you're not going to be able to get it at Dollar General. Right. So you will have to go to El Weto. So I, I don't see how they're putting them out of business. Not only that. They employ from the community. Now, I, I don't. Right. I'm not on the PR campaign for the Dollar Generals of America. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that when I go in there into the dollar stores, a, I'm getting that can of corn for fifty nine cents. Mm -hmm. El Weto's can of corn is expensive is, as hell. It's it like 89? a yeah, yeah, or a, a ninety nine cents sure. or something. Um. Now I'm still gonna go to El Weto because they got lettuce. They have fresh fruit and produce. So I don't, I think this is, I think this article. You think article, it's hyped? You think it's overhyped? There's numbers and facts and data. Yeah, now like. But what, they pertain to Haven, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so and Tulsa, so Oklahoma. Sure. So I, I just so, don't. So now, but maybe this is one of those, right? So as a country, our, our conversations in the public sphere have really divided along uh, urban lines, uh, communities of color lines, versus, uh, versus rural and white communities, right? I am arguing that this might be one of those things that if we both looked at it at the same time, we'd both go like, oh, hey, we're both getting kind of, kind of screwed here. Uh, because it is a problem that is affecting both communities of color, uh, urban communities of color, like the south side of Chicago food deserts, right? Uh, as well as those places out in Bufu, Kansas. So. And I lived in a, and, and again, I lived but in a like, Chicago food desert. So, there was a food desert, but right. there was no Dollar General. So it, so the, 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 the problem, I acknowledge that this is a legit argument with facts and relevant data that is, that is important. What I'm saying is, is that. The conclusions don't hang together. For they you. don't. Mm. They don't. Interesting. Yeah, I think they do. I think that, like, because you're right, you need the lettuce from the El right? But, like, if you need detergent and you're like, well, it's cheaper a family dollar, then you go there. But the El was also dependent on your detergent dollar. So, well, did, to El, keep afloat. El, El, I'll mean? say this. El Weto has got to come down on their detergent. No. So, so has, that, and so but, does Cermak. But so that's the, the, the issue is that they usually can't because they have like they are employing more people locally. And when you have food in the mix, you have lower margins. Well, that's general. why I need a dollar general. I need to get. I need, but if they under. I, I need so, my detergent for two ninety nine. But again, <laughs> so that's what that's the thing is they come in. They can artificially lower their prices because they're such a big company. They can stand to lose money on a location for years until they finally drive out the competition and then they jack up their prices for everybody. I don't know. I'm always going to shop at Sir Mac. 
Those shots out the I server. do. Oh my god, the produce at Come on, you can't beat it. Until so until good. the dollar store gives you ten limes for tip for if a, you, for a dollar. If you are sleeping on the Cermak people, like it's just it's like Candyland for for vegans. There's just vegetarian things everywhere. I will say this: uh, it's always really confusing because they cater to every ethnic uh, food variety that's out there, and so you're like searching around for like kimchi and it's next to the chorizo and you're like what you like i don't know how everything is organized here but once you know where it all is it's amazing and all you right can find anything. real quick dan barrero no way dollar general can't compete with el Weddo. that's what i'm saying it's like it's not even this the writer of this article cites haven kansas and tulsa mm -hmm. oklahoma and i could give full credence that the problem is pronounced there but you're not you're saying not here not an issue here not okay no right. way okay. Right. I'll, I'll say this though I, let me let me just let me just say that i wish for continued growth for our el Wedos, right and i wish for the continued con uh convenience for people to find things and shop at cheap prices but i don't think that i do not see no okay I'll all right well I, I was, man I think... that would be a scary day when el Wedo says you know, uh, Cerrado, We're, we closed because family dollar. Well, so uh, I think that there's that is the one place that we Polish. can probably. Polish, thank you, Lisa. Is a, yeah, uh, that's the one place that we can probably land on uh, in the conversation, which is the importance of supporting uh, the small businesses that do exist. Right? Sir Mac and, also has great music. Thank you, Vanessa Rodriguez oh Aguirre. She's here. Thank you. They also, at the, when the pandemic came around, put in that uh, like the body temperature scanner that you can see when you walk in, and it like tells you if you're like, yeah, it's kind of creepy. Thank you for it giving us like your predator. comments, guys. And Jennifer Ryan Maiten says, grocery store doesn't always carry the brands I need. Family dollar usually does i'm let, telling you let I'm me telling tell you the struggle is real on the brands because i'm really addicted to some meat substitutes that are hard to get at some of i'm telling you groceries. until look the doubt the the grocery stores to step it up that's how i feel the grocery store in, in certain areas the grocery stores should step it up we got the produce down though yeah we got the produce, the produce down but seriously thing, i i never buy uh, and this is just me i don't care what it is deli meat i never buy my meat at the dollar store no you got i mean come on now you know you, I mean, you gotta I you gotta step it up there's a threshold now i do not buy meat in general but mm -hmm. i would concur with that i would say the big my big issue is the meat substitutes right your morning stars your boca like all of that stuff right the incognito and um beyond and impossible and all that stuff that is hard to procure in the down like now, in the expanded downtown yeah now michelle gums brings up a good point kind of like a loan and title business planting themselves in poorer communities they know exactly what they're mm -hmm. doing they're predatory that now that is yeah. that is the energy of the argument that i think should be here yeah like That's if we're going to talk about predatory practices That's what I'm saying. just shining yeah. the light shining the light on family dollar I okay. All right. Well, look, if we're going to compare the family dollar and the like check cashing, like payday loan places, I'm going to like on. if I could take one out with like right now, it would be, you know, come like on. if I could. Yeah. The payday loan places right. have to go. And so the city, I remember a few years ago where they put limits on how close the payday loan places can be from to each other, mm -hmm. because if they could, they would just set up a payday loan store on like every every like tool on a block. Um, because that's the that's the real crime. Yeah, agreed. That's the real crime. Agreed. I will give you and that. It's not only crime; it's exploitation. See those mm -hmm. places, those places, they go into a community that's let's say majority Latino. They offer a job to a person of color Latino because you know you could be bilingual. Sure. And then they get that same ethnic group to come in there. Yep. And sign away. Their yep. financial history. 438% interest. Yep. And you thinking it's cool because the guy behind the desk is Mexican too. Yeah. That's the crime right there. Yeah, That's, yeah, that yeah. got to go. you can't fault the guy for like needing a job. Exactly. Either, right? right. So it's just, that is a, the payday loan. That's a whole other rant. For All right, today. Monica, if you can, can you bring it to me real quick, please, Let's so I can talk to these people. I got to, I got to, I got to tell them something real quick. So guys, listen up closely. Rosary High School in Aurora. This Sunday, they'll be holding pancake breakfast with Santa from 8.30 to 11.30 a.m. at 901 North Edgelawn Drive. Area families are invited to attend the breakfast, which will include pancakes, sausage, coffee, orange juice, and water. Yikes. Um, 
Cost is seven dollars for adults and three dollars for children, six to twelve. Photos, or excuse me, children five years old and younger get in for free. And there will be uh, uh you can write a letter Santa. to Santa and get a photo taken with Santa as well. Santa's really getting around this weekend. I wonder how he's getting everywhere so fast. He got like reindeers or something. Something. Yeah, he got he he has like farm animals that pull his sleigh. Now that's exploitation. Uh. uh... Think about I mean, it. okay. Because look at this. Here's my yeah. thing. If if you're if you some animals are are more uh, well equipped and more just generally are, are cool with like pulling around a fat guy on a sleigh than others, right? Like uh, huskies running the Iditarod, they're usually pretty flipping happy, right? Like, huh. uh, but. But like elephants hate having people on them, hate it. Like you have to torture them to get them to do it. So it really depends on the temperament of the animal. I don't really know where deer like fall in on that. All right, and also uh, State Representative Barbara Hernandez is hosting Politics and Pastries. Uh, and that's taking place Wednesday, December 15th at the Alive Center, 78 South LaSalle Street in downtown from 4 to 5 p.m. Part of a teenage girl empowerment event series quote mentorship was a critical component of my upbringing i was lucky enough to have several mentors who provided me with guidance and encouragement in my various endeavors i am thrilled to serve as a mentor to the next generation and talk with them at our politics and pastries event about trying new things staying connected with your passions and personal and academic academic development close well, for more information or to RSVP, call 630-270-1848. That number again is 630-270-1848. The time is now 8.44 a.m. Okay. Rudolph wants to get on the mic. What is these people talking about? Did somebody, are you guys drinking Coquito already? Something, something huh? in the water. I'm calling. What is they talking about? Am, what are they talking about? I'm calling the water division. I think someone's tossed is, something in the flax. Yeah, seriously. If you guys... You guys must be seeing things. What is this, Donnie Darko? Are we going to do uh, first, uh, first Friday's Coco Crawl? We talk, you want to do that? Yeah, talk about that. Dan Barrero, Cermak has a huge variety of hot sauces. They do. They, Dan, holy oh my cow. God, it's an entire aisle. Cermak got all it's the hot sauces you in know the what? world. There's Word this up. one that they don't have, though, that's like this, the, the, the Saison that they use uh, specifically in Costa Rica to make like the, the painted... Painted rooster uh, dish that everyone eats for breakfast there all the time. Asad Khan, good morning to so you. So they need to get on the, the Costa Rican. But they've got every other country's like hot sauces represented. Why did you so. just yell? I get, I get really worked up about oh. Costa Rican hot sauce. <laughs> all right, so uh, do you want to do Friday's Coco Crawl, all that? Go ahead. You, 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 you delivering... You are, right. you are zealously. The word of the day is zealously. Zealously? Monica. All right. So... Monically. <laughs> Monica, if you'd be so kind as to hit these people with the word of the day, the word of the day is zealously. Zealously. So we've got First Fridays in downtown Aurora tonight. Uh, most events are kicking off at 5, which includes the Coco Crawl. If you do not have your mug and your button for Coco Crawl yet, you may... Um, you're going to have to... Yeah, you're. Yeah, I was about to say like you're. Uh, what you're gonna want to do is like find the people with the mugs and beg them for like sips of things. Slash like maybe just pay like for you know some some extra something something in some of those mugs. Um. So uh, five to nine p.m. Uh, if you are all sold out, I guess I won't tell you where to go buy all the mugs. You're just gonna have to like. Um, suffer. So yeah. The more you suffer, That's the right. more it shows you really care. Bum, 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 right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the third song mm. today that I know. Well, they're all white artists, so I, I Shut expect up. You to, oh, I, oh. We live radio, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I know. I know. when I use hip hop. They're not wrong. When I use hip hop and soul, you have no idea what I'm talking about. You, 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 you right, never. Right, you've right, apparently right, right, never right, heard right. of James Brown. I have heard of James Brown. Oh, okay. All <laughs> right. All right. All right. You're not wrong. Anyway, uh, so tonight, first Fridays, we've got uh, Aurora Tap House featuring uh, comic Zealously. artist uh, Billy Barnett with karaoke after the show. At the Gary Brown Art Studio on Broadway, we've got art gifts for the holidays. Good idea, guys. Uh, Holtz Fine Art Studio on the second floor on at 50 East Galena. 
is having painted ornaments and, and that sort of small affordable art. You guys, this is the time to stock up and shop local for artsy gifts for uh, your friends and family. Just saying. Um, Nora Peterson says, we will be zealously drinking cocoa tonight. Correct. Good way to use it in Love a it. sentence. Love it. Appreciate that. If these walls could talk, uh, we'll be featuring Kaleidoscope of Colors, um, original and abstract black uh, art and modern black art by Tracy A. Designs. David L. Pierce uh, Center will have the Winter Garden of Youth Art. Actually, if you have never been to the Winter Garden of Youth Art, it's kind of an adorable thing tradition that we've had going on in Aurora for a super long time. And they get um, art from uh, basically every school in town is represented usually. So it's up on the third floor in the art gallery up there. So go check it out and support Word all up. the adorable, uh, cute kids who are making really, really fantastic art in this community. Uh, because I don't know if you've noticed, but like, uh, art that kids are capable of doing these days is way better than my like whatever I was doing as a kid. Cheryl so. Brownell says the early bird gets the cocoa. Yeah, that's, that's right. That that's is right. right. We're not doing worms no more. We got Crystal House in Yaponski Gallery on LaSalle Street will be open. Shout um, out. Yep. Uh, Super Jumbo is having a. Uh, Hold on. It's been canceled. What's been canceled? What's been Marissa? canceled? Javed Mur, good morning to you, sir. No. We're having hot cocoa vendors, harmonium, and singing bowl sound healing, yoga, and relaxation at Zenloft tonight. Right. Go ahead, stop by our friends of Zenloft. Winter Garden of Youth no! is not happening this year. No. That's so sad. Damn, salty. Don't worry. There's, well, I'll be kind of blitzed on Coco anyway, so maybe it might not be the most appropriate kid night. Yeah. Uh, our, uh, Art Bar is featuring the Mixtape Show, 7 to Midnight. Gallery 1904 has got a bizarre happening. Uh, McCarty Mills Tap Room has got a featured artist. Um, Who's the artist? It is One Drop Two Wellness. Uh, Justin Wise and DJ Prime. Word up. Yes. Word up. So uh, the glass slipper craft cocktail will be, they'll be pouring that at French 75. Uh, and that's just the art, guys. I didn't get to all the music and everything that's happening all over town. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll circle back. But well, we, so, uh, I, I, so. As a matter of fact, I think we got Monica. No. Monica, go ahead and take what you got there, Monica. Nice pivot. Nice. Look at that. All right. Welcome to First Friday. We've, we've got, got a the whole, whole, we've got the whole map, guys. You guys can check that out right yeah. there. How about that? So this is actually pretty interesting because on this map, uh, when I look at it, it's funny. Uh, the artwork is quite well, and uh, I, I I really do like it's it. It's huge. Yeah. Do you guys remember when First Friday started and it was like five things? Yeah. And then, like, and now it's, look at that. Look at Bally that. Doyle has live mu music featuring Jim O'Connell. And uh, Santori Library, our friends, have holiday celebrations in Minilands exhibit. Take home a cocoa cone. Holiday jazz featuring Petra Van Nuy. Very, very cool. And the glass, or excuse me, French 75 has the glass slipper yeah. craft cocktail. I'm about to get on that because every cocktail I've had there so far, even if it hasn't been like my like kind of cocktail, has been like on point. So uh, Society 57's got a photo booth featuring Jason Arthur. So you get uh, you can go visit the photo booth, get your photo taken for free. Those are Word up. Great. Word up. Mm -hmm. And uh, Gillerson's Grubbery, Cocoa Bombs for Sale from Cakes by Cook. Uh, 6 to 9 p.m. tonight. So that's just a... Uh, it's just a smattering of some of the smattering. great smattering. Come on now. Well, and so then you after that, like that in your life. So then after all that too, if you're uh, still, if you're toasty and still oh. in the mood for some fun, uh, the uh, our house uh, house music monthly house music uh, thing is now a thing. So that's at uh, Miss Lee's tonight. Gonna start at eight and go like all the way into like the early morning hours. Karen house Caputo, music, good morning. Uh, house music. They've got a, a monthly in-house DJ Ernesto will be spinning, uh, and then they'll be featuring artists, different artists every different DJs, uh, guest spinning, different artists every month. Hey, Mr. DJ. All right, all right. Everybody get excited tonight. All the girls are ready for we. 
Everybody move your body, now do it. Here is something that's gonna make you move and groove. Hey DJ, you playing my song? All right, on and on and on. So I think what we can agree on is that the Backstreet Boys basically ripped off just like a whole bunch of really good black artists, uh, but then were cute and uh, danced. That's That was the boy band phenomenon of the night. They did. Yes. Uh, I see what so, you mentioned here, on, but keep reading. Uh, oh, so uh, featured artist this month uh, at the uh, Our House House Music uh, extravaganza thing party happening. Uh, Marco Cardenas uh, will be on site. Maria of Eye of the Angelus and Angelis. Servando Arez, good we'll morning to you, yeah. dear friend. Anna Sierra, thank you with the emojis. And Women of Aurora will be there, W-O-A. Shouts out to Cindy Morales and all the good work that she does. And also Cups Broad Drive, amongst other initiatives taking place here in our city. Coco at Gallery 1904-2. Glass Slipper is awesome. Art Bazaar, One East Benton, a dozen local artists offering their art all this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got peoples there, so go to that one. That one will be good, too. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, Emily Beaupre with Sunshine Massage will be doing pop-up chair massage at the house music thing, All too. All right. So there you go. Word up. So much. So much happening tonight. You can just go from 5 o'clock till 2 a.m. <laughs> if right. you are, are feeling it today. All right. Now, I got a, uh, another piece of news I want to deliver to you wonderful people. People are going to be going to that breakfast with Santa on Sunday, still soaking it up from Friday night. Well, it's all good <laughs> because after that breakfast with Santa, you can come to Noticias y Mimosas. Little hair of the dog. Little it's hair of the dog. Little hair of the dog. Basically, if you want to be an alcoholic, Nazareth. Santa Rosa is the place to be. What? Nazareth. The band? Hair of the dog? Is that a song? The time is 8.54 a.m. You, uh, oh, Jeanette, Jeanette. <laughs> All right, Aurora will get a $1.2 million federal grant for more security cameras in downtown. We told you guys about this mm -hmm. at the beginning of the week. Jeanette highlighted it as well on the uh, Tuesday afternoon edition of Today in Aurora. City officials were notified they have been awarded the money as part of a federal corridor improvements for rebuilding distressed communities. Uh, and according to Alex Alexandru, Aurora's chief management officer, the city is likely to see the money at the beginning of next year, 2022. He said the city applied for the grant for, excuse me, about four months ago, thanks to work done between the city's grant writer, John Russell, what up, information technology department, the mayor's office of economic development, and the Aurora Police Department. According to assistant economic director, excuse me, development director, Trevor Dick, uh, the grant was for cities that suffered damage during the unrest in the middle of 2020. 22, 40 locations where the city could use new or upgraded cameras. So you know, besides us lurking on you, be prepared to be lurked on by well, the city, I guess. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, you know, now I think about it, that sounds, that's a really interesting precedent that like, so there were all these grant funds that got released. Uh, both for businesses uh, in these uh, quote-unquote distressed areas and for cities. <laughs> Hi, right? Jeanette needs to listen to more classic rock to get oh that one. I know. Thank you, Dan Barrera. Okay, I'm, we I'm all just giving whammers and, and nobody knows what I'm doing. We here. all agree that Jeanette knows lots of nerdy things and nothing about music or pop culture. All right? We all know that. It's fine. Uh, no, so like it, it's a little bit of a strange idea, though, that the government, the federal government put out all these dollars for, and the state government put out all these dollars for communities that got... Uh, you know, suffered a lot of damage during the riots. It's kind of like, do we just, are we grumpy? Do we just need more fun break a window? It's not, I don't know if that's, that's not ideal. Um, tricky. This is tricky. Tracy I understand Durant, wanting to build back communities. Thank you very much for that. Um, if we all believe a whole bunch, maybe it will make Rudolph appear in the studio to these non-believers. Come on, everyone. We can sing too. Power in numbers. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All I don't know. the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. They, they never, never let, let poor Rudolph, Rudolph join in any reindeer games. games. Then one foggy... You don't know the rest of the lyrics, No, do I do. I was, oh, I was about to say. I was, I was going to jump in on a harmony. Then one foggy Christmas Eve... Santa came to say, Rudolph, Rudolph with, with your, your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? tonight? 
than all the reindeer loved him. Loved him. As they shouted out with glee. Yippee. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you'll go down in history. Yay. Word up, word up. The time is now 8.57 a.m. Lisa, girlfriend, spiked maybe? Yeah, we. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. Y'all got Coquito in your cups or something. I don't know what it is. Now, here's the thing about you Good Morning Aurora listeners, and we appreciate all of you for tuning in. Good Morning Aurora listeners are definitely the most, the most dedicated, the most creative, mm-hmm. the most interesting people. Mm-hmm. That exists in all of Kane County, and and, and I'm and so maybe I, I don't all know, of Chicagoland. Maybe all Chicagoland. So I don't know what it is that they are seeing. You saw smoking. I uh, or yeah, whatever. I don't know what it is, but uh, whatever it is, maybe we can find some of that tonight for Coco Crawl. Maybe I'm kicking off around five. I think that's Society Fifty Six. There's a party happening. Yeah. All right, word up. Yeah. Anna Sierra, awesome. Thank you very much. I'm glad you guys liked our singing. Come to the gazebo this Saturday from 1 to 3 and see Santa and Mrs. Claus. Yes, that's right. They will be out there for that stuff. Sarah is here as well. Sarah Hip, good morning to your dear friend. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. All of you great people are out here today. And I want to say one more thing. Don't get no coal in your stocking this year. Have you been good all year? Have you? Have you done everything you can to better life for your fellow man? Before you fill out that list for Santa and ask him for things like a Red Rider carbine action BB gun, think about what you did for other people. Because if you didn't do it right, you might get a lump of coal in your stocking. The time is now 8.59 a.m. What the? Yo, how'd you get in here? Holy cow. Do you think it was our singing? Rudolph the Red Nose Ray, ladies and gentlemen. I put the, oh. Hit the claps. Oh, what up? What's up, baby? How you doing? Oh, Rudolph. Yo. How did he get in here? That's crazy. We're so happy to see you, Rudolph. Did you teleport? Okay, were you just oh, you went down the chimney? Okay, yeah, you you we you came down the chimney. That's right. Yeah, we got a chimney in here. Um, how you doing? You know what? Yeah, you you're busy. You're it's busy. A busy. Time of year for you. Yeah, we're ladies really and gentlemen, we got Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in here. Yes. Um, so this is a family episode for all. So you know, now the parents have watched it live. You guys can have. The- <laughs> You guys can let the kids tune into this later if on. You can swore too much yeah, like, uh, for your yeah. kids. Yeah, like, okay, this is Good Morning Roar Show. It's all right for the kids. Um, so, <laughs> it's like a PG rating. So, Rudolph, um, you know, before we get out of here, it's 9 o'clock now. Um, the show ends on a positive note, Rudolph. What is your message today to the people of Aurora, baby? Yeah, it's on. That's all you, dog. Curtis. Christmas happens once a year. Hold on, put the mic to your mouth so they hear Yeah, Curtis, Christmas happens once a year. Okay, and a lot of people like to come out and do things for the community and the homeless folks and the people at school and their neighbors. We need to do this all year. 365 days a year, people got these issues and we need to be aware of it. So give a little extra at Christmas and give a little something in the middle of uh, July for no apparent reason. Thank you very much. So for those of you, if you heard, because Rudolph... Here's the thing about his mouth. I'm looking at his mouth. He don't have teeth, but that's okay because he's an herbivore. Makes it makes it tricky to enunciate. It makes it kind of tricky to enunciate. Um, what Rudolph said was, let's not just use this time for giving. Let's give all year round. Let's check ourselves in June. That's check right. yourself in May. Check yourself in August. That's Make sure that you're always giving. That's right. That's all right. right. Yeah, all right. don't just show up on Thanksgiving at the soup kitchen, right? Like... The community, this community needs your uh, supports, your volunteerism all throughout the year. Word up. All right. And with that, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of Jeanette's Planning here on Good Morning Aurora, the second Slash largest Rudolph's city's first uh, daily news podcast. We hope to see you guys out there tonight at the Coco Crawl. Come on out, support the community, have a good time, and, uh, you know, be out there. You never know where you might find 
the greatest morning show in the history of humans waking up and doing anything before 9 a.m. Take care of yourself and each other. Adios, Aurora.